All right, we got a packed show for you guys today. Huge news, turning point, potentially suing The View, ABC, and Disney over defamation. We're also going to talk about the Biden regime's Department of Justice opening up a criminal investigation into former President Trump. There's so much going on. You need to listen to this episode. But first, I want to let you know that Charlie Kirk's new book is out, The College Scam, collegescam.com. Go secure your copy of this today, The College Scam, How America's Universities Are Bankrupting and Brainwashing Away the Future of America's Youth. And all proceeds from the book sales go to Turning Point USA, collegescam.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is July 27th, 2022, Anno Domini. Today's top headlines, Turning Point USA issuing a cease and desist to ABC News and their parent company, Disney, over defamatory statements on The View. Should they sue? We'll break it down next. Former President Trump calling for sending the National Guard into the most violent criminal neighborhoods in America. Third. The Biden regime's Department of Justice has now opened investigation into President Trump and his actions in January 6th. And finally, the CCP trying to build a spy network inside the Federal Reserve and even threatened to kidnap a federal economist. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. It's, oh, OK, so. You have to read this thing. Oh, I've got a legal note. Uh, the conservative oh, group. Sonny normally does this, but you I know, yes. I know. Yes. This is our knockoff lawyer. Oh, yeah. The conservative <laughs> group, Turning Point USA, has condemned the group of neo Nazis and said they have nothing to do with the organization. Yeah, but where was DeSantis? Is what I want to know. But you let them in. You let them in and you knew what they were. So you are complicit. Make a quick clarification about the neo-Nazis at the Turning Point event. They were outside protesters. My point was more metaphorical. That you, you embraced them at your thing, I felt. So I just, they were not in the building. They no, but you know, what, okay. you know what? If the so-called Antifa who are anti-fascist, that's what Antifa stands for, uh -huh. would go there and protest, then Antifa would get a bad reputation. That's why when I uh, hear that Antifa is... Uh, right, but that's not... But let me just make sure that everybody... Because, you know, misunderstanding what people say is very big. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So we want to make sure you... I know they were not in the building, but right. they were in the mix of people at the thing. So Whoopi Goldberg on The View, you just heard her there making that initial statement talking about these agitators outside our event, the Student Action Summit down there in Tampa, Florida. Then she comes back on, and you can tell somebody whispered in her ear during, you know, during the commercial break saying, well, actually, you know, they weren't, they weren't technically inside, so you, you can't really say that on air. Whoopi, that's a, that's a bit of a no-no a because you're, you're just lying. But then she comes out and says, metaphorically, metaphorically, that we welcome these people inside. Here's the problem, Whoopi. I've actually got footage of this because, see, here's the problem for you is that I was there and I've got footage that proves demonstrably that those people were not welcomed inside. These agitators were not brought in. We can't tell who they are because they were all masked. But what I did see was that turning point attendees and students went up, confronted them, opposed them and asked them to leave. At one point, Turning Point Security even asked them to leave. But because I've been around a minute, I know 
that what you got to do is you can't just be there and see something. You have to film something, see something, film something. And that, by the way, should be a lesson for all of you out there to understand that when you find yourselves in one of these situations, because when I was walking past, um, I was, you know, I just thrown uh, my suit on. I was going to go get ready for this. I had some TV hits. I was doing a whole bunch of media hits while on Media Road down there at the Student Action Summit, um, getting ready for President Trump to come in and speak. But all of a sudden, I see this altercation going on right down, and there's sort of a bridge. So you walk over the bridge, and then you see the entrance. So I see this going on, and even knowing that I had a media schedule, I still had to go down and say, you know what? I need to get this on footage. I have to document what's going on because you know what? The work never stops around here. Human events is running 24-7. So if we are not out there collecting information, we're doing show prep, we're doing research, we're talking to sources. That's the name of the game in this business, baby. So I see something, I film it. Now, here's the problem for them. Turning Point USA has just issued a scathing cease and desist letter to ABC News calling for the Disney. Oh, oh no, that's right. See, The View is on ABC and ABC is owned by Disney, like half of all media right now, that she needs to completely retract her statements. And this little metaphorically, no, not good enough, Whoopi, not good enough. Turning Point is saying that you will be sued. The entire organization will be sued. And last I checked, I'm pretty sure that Disney has some big pockets, but let's, let's read from the letter. The false statements of fact intentionally made during the views July 25th segment were unquestionably harmful to Turning Point USA's reputation and brought the organization and its student affiliates into disrepute with the public, potential donors, and current and future business partners, posing a significant financial loss to the organization. See, here's the problem. Here is the problem. You've got minors, you've got students that are attending this thing. Students who, by the way, and again, because I got it on footage, are actually out there confronting these agitators. No, I don't know if these guys are plants. I don't know if somebody put them up to this. I don't know if they were out there to smear Turning Point, smear Governor DeSantis. It certainly seemed like they were, I mean, they definitely were smearing Turning Point and Governor DeSantis. But we have no idea who they are. And guess what? Neither does a view, neither does ABC, because nobody did the actual work of identifying them and trying to find out what was going on. Instead, you tried to use it to smear. Well, you know what? We're coming for you. The cease and desist is out now, but just wait, because if you don't apologize, there's going to be more. We're now seeing reports that China, Russia, and the BRICS alliance are working to create a new Federal Reserve currency. We knew this was coming. And we have to understand the fragile state of the U.S. dollar and what it means for you. Not only are we in for a tough year, but Biden's printing and spending has been catastrophic for our dollar and, of course, for our economy. Now, we real patriots, we know that Bidenflation is the real pandemic. We've been saying this for how long now? Everyone's talking about inflation. But I have recommended all along that you diversify with gold and silver and you still have time. The only company that I recommend for this is Allegiance Gold. My friends at Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver or have it delivered securely right to your door. They will educate you on the benefits of physical gold because they care and want to build a long-term relationship. Allegiance Gold has the highest rating from third-party consumer protection agencies, five stars with TrustLink. They are AAA rated with the Business Consumer Alliance and have an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. You get $500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them that POSO sent you. So do not wait. Go secure your information. Go invest in this immediately. 
go to Allegiance Gold in your education. Go to AllegianceGold.com slash POSO. We cannot control the Biden administration, but we can prepare. AllegianceGold.com slash POSO. Link in the description. If the radical Democrat politicians at the state, local levels refuse to protect public safety and instead turns criminals loose to prey upon the innocent, then the federal government will have no choice but to step in, not wait for the governors anymore. I was mandated, wait for the governors, but sometimes I couldn't do that. I was watching too many things happen in Minnesota, Minneapolis. What happened if we didn't send in the National Guard, they wouldn't have a city left. But you have to wait for the governors in theory. We shouldn't be doing that anymore. If a governor wants to have vast numbers of people killed and riots and all of the problems that we have, we're not going to wait any longer. We're going to have pass legislation where we can immediately go in and help those people that are under siege and they have governors that don't know what they're doing. Well, in a speech yesterday, a scathing speech, a tough as nails speech to the America First Policy Institute yesterday for President Trump returned to Washington, D.C. to give his first speech since leaving office. Now, this was a policy speech, but watching this thing, I don't know if everybody really thought how far he was going to go with this. Because, look, and I've said before that when he gave his speech at the RNC, when he gave his inaugural speech, I was somebody that was very supportive of these speeches. And here's why. Because a lot of people said, why are you talking about crime? Why are you talking about all of the death, the killing, the rapes that are going on in this country? Why are you focusing on these things? Why aren't you going towards those higher heights, right? This is the type of thing that you usually hear politicals go for. And many people referred to those speeches as the American carnage speeches. I think this one could also fit into that same vein. This might be the third time that we've seen an iteration of an American carnage speech from President Trump. And what is he talking about? He's talking about the victims of crime. He's talking about the direct people who live in these areas, live in American cities, live on the border, and are affected by this at such a crazy level. There are insane amounts of violence going on in this country right now, today. And as far as I know, this is the only national level leader that I've heard talk about it. Now, I know we talk about it on this program, In and Out. We cover a lot of stuff. Philadelphia, for example, because that's, that's where I'm from. That's my background. But what you heard from the president yesterday, and not only did he talk about, so the first thing he talked about was fast trial and death penalty for drug dealers. And he specifically compared it to what China does to drug dealers. And I got to tell you, uh, you don't have a lot of drugs being sold in China. If you do, they're being sold to foreigners. They're not being sold to, to locals or citizens. Why is that? Because of what they will do to you, right? That is one of the most expansive death penalty countries in the world when it comes to drug dealing. Number two, what did he talk about? This is probably the most controversial thing that he said at this speech. One of the most controversial things, at least policies he may have called for. Sending the National Guard into America's most violent criminal neighborhoods. And not only did he say that we need to return to stop and frisk, which, as we know, was successful in taking down the murder rate in New York City from 2,000 murders down to just a couple hundred murders, okay? He says it's not good enough. Send in the National Guard. 
Now, if you're a longtime listener of Human Events, you know that we talked about this before. We said the reason that we have a National Guard, the reason that we have law enforcement, is that if you have crime that rises to a level and spills over beyond something that police can deal with, that's what we have a National Guard for. So the question then becomes, would this be effective? And I could see a lot of problems with this. But what he said was, call for legislation that would allow the President of the United States to bypass the governors. And that's an issue that we have right now because the president needs the governors to go in and request National Guard. This was an issue in 2020 during the riots. This was an issue all over the place because he requested. We also know that he requested uh, 20,000 National Guard on January 6th. The Pentagon, the bureaucracy decided to deny that. Muriel Bowser, the mayor of D.C., also decided to reject that offer. And we saw what we saw. He's taking a different approach now. He's saying, take away that limitation. Let me do this myself. And look, from where I sit, at least the guy is trying to think of solutions rather than allow these problems to destroy our cities. Look, guys, I got something to say. It's it's I don't know if it's an admission. I don't know if it's a confession, but it's something that I wanted to get off my chest. And so here it goes. I have a new favorite pair of boxers. It's true. It's true. The other ones, Brand X, they're out because there's been an invasion. That's right. There's been an invasion into my boxer drawer. And what that invasion is, it's an invasion that's been conducted by Undertack. I'm telling you, Undertack, they are fantastic. They are the greatest boxers that I have ever worn. They literally have been battle tested by special forces. I love these things. Not only are they high quality, this material, it's antibacterial, anti-wicking, anti-moisture uh, moisture pilling. You stay fresh and dry all day long, whether I'm in the Alps of Davos, whether I'm in Ukraine, whether I'm investigating what's going on in Odessa or Mikolaev, my undertack have always been with me. And by the way, even if I'm just back home working out in the gym, they come undertack with a sturdy yet comfortable extra wide waistband and the fly design actually makes sense. Trust me, undertack is durable, ultra light, fade resistant and shrink resistant. And the best part is they are almost 30% less than the competition. Go to getundertack.com. That's getundertack.com today. The link of course is in the description of this podcast. If you buy three, you get one free with promo code POSO, P-O-S-O. Undertack is a great American company that's unapologetically pro-America, pro-2A, and pro-military. Buy three, get one free today. Promo code POSO. Link in the description. GetUndertack.com. You said in no uncertain terms the other day that no one is above the law. That said, um, the indictment of a former president, of a perhaps candidate for president, would arguably tear the country apart. Is that your concern as you make your decision down the road here? Do you have to think about things like that? Look, we pursue justice without fear or favor. We intend to hold everyone, anyone, who was criminally responsible for the events surrounding January 6th, for any attempt to interfere with the lawful transfer of power from one administration to another, accountable. That's what we do. We don't pay any attention to other uh, issues with respect to that. So if Donald Trump were to become a candidate for president again, that would not change your schedule or, or how you move forward or don't move forward? Uh, say again that uh, we will hold accountable anyone who is criminally responsible for attempting to interfere with the transfer, legitimate lawful transfer of power from one administration to the next.
Have you ever heard of the Stasi, the KGB, the NKVD, Bezpieka? Have you ever heard of any of these organizations? Well, it seems like we might be having an American Stasi come up here in the United States. And what are they called? They're now called the FBI. We've got news now. And it's not really news, but it's, it's news in the sense of they're pushing for it. The Washington Post has just dropped a new article, incredible article. Let's see, one, two, three, four reporters. It took four reporters for them to put this, that the Justice Department under the Biden regime is now targeting former President Trump in a criminal probe for January 6th. Now, I went through this article and I asked producer Shah to go through this article. She did. We went through paragraph after paragraph, line after line, with a single question in mind. And that question was, what is the crime? What crime are they investigating? Where's the probable cause? Where's the inciting incident that created this? Why did they open this investigation? Where is it? So, for example, Hunter Biden, as we talked about yesterday, had this thing called a laptop, but they didn't open an investigation into that and all those emails. Why? Well, because they decided to label it disinformation. This is the same exact people. This is also the same people who created a vast, false Russiagate conspiracy. That conspiracy led, by the way, James T. Hodgkinskin to drive halfway across the country and shoot up a congressional baseball game. Back in 2017, nobody talks about that one anymore, but James T. Hodgkinson, he did this. And he did this because he was a fervent believer in the Russiagate conspiracy, had it on his Facebook page. And so what I said to producer Shah was, can you find an actual crime in here that says they're looking for it? And I said, well, they're pulling phone records and they're investigating and they're, they're, they're digging into so many different things. They're talking to associates and they're working with the Gen 6 committee. And it's, it's very nebulous, you see, and it's all very opaque. And it's, it's the grand jury. It's, it's so formal. And uh, no. No, they don't have one. There's nothing. They opened an investigation in search of a crime. And you know who did that? The Stasi, the NKVD, the Bezpieka in Poland, communist Poland, the KGB. That's what we have now. We have an American Stasi. Because, and I remember, by the way, I remember, remember the entire first impeachment of President Trump had to do with him, as we were told, trying to uh, open up an investigation into Hunter Biden because they said if Joe Biden was at the time looking at a run for the presidency, then he was trying to investigate a political opponent. And by the way, who was he on the phone with? Vladimir Zelensky, the guy who's overtaking Annie Leibovitz photo shoots in the middle of a war right now. Okay, his blue steel moment. When we look at this, You have to understand what part of the movie we're in. I know I say it every day, but if you look at this and you're surprised, then you really haven't been paying attention. You really don't understand that there is a force in this country. As Charlie called it, an invading force. They've taken over our institutions. They've taken over our government and they do not want to be dislodged. And they view, they view this guy as a threat. And that's why they're going after him. That's why they're going after Steve Bannon. That's why they're going after anyone associated with this movement. They will do this and they will bring charges and bring indictments. Mark my words. 
Eric Swalwell did exactly what the Chinese wanted. We need to figure out, are there others? And I can tell you without giving away too much intelligence, this is the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the leverage that China is putting on our politicians. There's many, many more. Uh, wouldn't the Bidens be up there in that category? There's a variety of mayors, governors, senior people. Look, wow. the other thing that, that we've got to whoa, whoa, point whoa. to is, whoa, is that Eric Swalwell said... I can't let you said, gloss over that. Mayors, governors, senior officials, what? There's a whole bunch, Sean, and more should uh, be coming out. They've all received defensive briefings, and there's a lot more to it. This is the tip of the iceberg. We just heard right there from Ambassador Grinnell about the CCP attempting to build spy rings across our government. Now, this has been something, of course, that I focused on for years, not only while working in news, but also prior to this, when I was in the intelligence community, directly focusing on East Asia and the CCP. Now we've got a story out from the Wall Street Journal. We've got a congressional investigation behind this. The CCP was building a network of informants inside the Federal Reserve System and at one point detained a Fed economist during a trip to Shanghai unless he agreed to provide non-public, that's private, economic data to the CCP. Now, this investigation is being run by staff members of the Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs, and they found that over a decade, Fed employees were offered contracts with CCP talent recruitment programs, which often included cash payments and asked to provide information on U.S. economy, exchange rates, interest rates, policies, and all sorts of other obviously protected data from inside the Fed. In the case of The Economist, CCP officials in 2019 detained, detained their economist in Shanghai, held him over. And this was during the Trump administration and was demanding to know information on tariffs between the U.S. and China, because, of course, the U.S. was rightly and finally putting tariffs on China in the midst of the trade war. They also found people who had been recruiting for the CCP inside the Federal Reserve. So you had CCP agents, traders, by the way, people who had flipped on the United States and were working with the CCP, trying to then recruit people from inside with their own connections while working at the Federal Reserve. Do you have any idea how many foreign agents we have working in the bureaucracy? And I know there's that big piece out in Axios, and my boy Jonathan Swan has all of it, and it's paragraph after paragraph and note after note about turning federal employees, these civil service employees, civil service employees, what I used to be one of them, right? When I was in the Intel community, turning it into something called Schedule F and allowing Schedule F to be directly fireable by the president of the United States. And you know what I have to say? God bless it. We need it because we need to roll up people that are in these institutions that hate this country, that are working in some cases for our foreign adversaries. You mean to tell me you don't think that every single institution of government hasn't been compromised by the CCP? Do you have any idea how many Iranian agents there are at the State Department? Do you want to go, not to mention Russia, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, the list goes on and on. You think it's just Hunter Biden? If you think it's just Hunter Biden, that's a joke, okay? The level of pen Qatar, I, I could go on and on about this. The level of penetration of our federal government is insane. That's why from a national security perspective, it's not just drain the swamp anymore. Dismantle the administrative state. I'm sick of being ruled over by bureaucrats and quote unquote 
the experts and we need to get rid of these people and we need to get rid of them now. And that's all the time we have today. Human Events Daily. Remember, as always, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends, and then leave us your five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your politics. What did we talk about today? Turning Point USA issuing the cease and desist to ABC News over their defamatory statements on The View. And parent company Disney, oof. Not good, Disney. Next, President Trump calling for sending the National Guard into the most violent criminal neighborhoods in America. You know what? Just do it. Third, the Justice Department investigating, has just announced they are investigating President Trump for in a criminal probe into his actions prior to and on January 6th. And then finally, the CCP tried to build a spy network inside the Fed, and they detained a Fed economist our entire country's institutions are penetrated by foreign agents. This is even bigger than Hydra. There's a lot going on this week. There's so much happening, whether it's here in DC, whether it's out across the country from here in the imperial capital, out across the provinces, but Human Events Daily will be here every day to look around the corner and tell you what's going on. But first, it's time for today's history break. On this day, all the way back 1953, the United States ended three bloody years of war, signing an armistice between the U.S. and North Korea at Panmunjom in Korea. The war lasted, of course, three years, one of the most bloody conflicts the United States was ever in. Look up the history of the frozen Chosan. Look up the history of what the United States did to fight communism around the world. This has been an existential threat to the United States for a long time. And we talk about the penetration of communists here in the United States. We need to do something about it. You've got foreign agents. You've got them flipping government employees. You've got them flipping bureaucrats. It needs to stop and someone has to come and clean it up. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.